everybody. Monday, June 29th, 648, 48, 49. Can, you, can, can, can we get you guys to weigh in on the? I, I always want to make sure everybody understands what time it is and what's going on. And I've extended the timestamp to seconds just for clarity. Pat is, is not a huge fan of that. What is sons, your argument against that? So, sons of annoying. You don't like it? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not that punctual. I know you like to be on time, Bill. I don't, I don't know if I need to be on time to the very second. but Okay. Let us know. Maybe Let us we know. Can, maybe we can eliminate that. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry for my punctuality. Uh, speaking of punctual, Hokey Haiku, not submitted by you. That rhymes. Uh, little young Shell Silverstein over here. Pat, give us our Hokey Haiku, please. So this haiku comes from none other than the president, vice president. He's one of the board members, at least, of Section 5. His name is Bryce Chalkley. VA to VT. Asbury is in the boat. We are DBU. Yeah. Not bad. So we have a sit-down interview with Sean Asbury. Sean Asbury was great. He joined us for a quick interview. But before that, we have some notes. We have some stuff that we want to go over. We haven't really... I mean... Look, truth be told, we've been cranking out episodes and cranking out uh, interviews, and there's been some great stuff that's been going on. We haven't really talked about where we've come, where we've been, who we've been working with, so we just wanted to give you a little lay of the land there, and then we'll, uh, we have some Virginia Tech notes at the end, and then we'll get into Sean Asbury. But first and foremost, for those of you who don't know the story, Patrick is a phenomenal, phenomenal storyteller, and I'm going to give him a chance to kick this off to tell us a little bit about the Sons of Saturday. Pat, how did the Sons of Saturday come to be? Yeah, so uh, we wanted to just give you guys the the quick breakdown of kind of like the the half-year recap since it is July 1st or June 30th or whatever day we're putting this out. But um, (laughs) we started out September 20, I think 21st was the game. And long story short, not really, but Billy and I – and Mike Santa Maria, former uh, Hokie kicker. Shout out. We went to the Georgia-Notre Dame game down in Athens, and it was just absolutely incredible. This was one of, if not the best football experiences of my entire life, of Billy's entire life, of anyone's entire life. If you watch the game, the coverage on CBS was phenomenal. Uh, the stadium, the crowd, the atmosphere, the light show, the tailgating, the weather. The game was 10 out of 10. We actually did an episode about this. It was our first ever episode. (laughs) To catch you up, Billy and I didn't know each other in college. Grayson and I did, and Billy and Grayson did. And and Grayson was the the middleman, and he set us up on these phone calls. Uh, I think it was late July, early August of last year, 2019. Kind of just talking hooky football, talking about the upcoming season, the depth chart, you know, breakout players, past experiences past games that we've been to and uh billy was like pat we got to get you and grayson on like a podcast i want to start a podcast network kind of like the ringer bill simmons you wanted me to talk about college football you wanted grayson to talk about hollywood entertainment and billy was going to kind of just talk about everything and then he had uh, a lot of other people slated and grayson and i were like all right yeah we could we could kind of do that we could figure that out but i was pretty non-committal to it you know i i was just like i don't know about doing a podcast. I don't know how I'm going to sound. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just don't know if that I'm that interesting. And time goes on, meet up with Billy at the Boston College game. First time actually hanging out. Yeah, tough, 
tough time. Great time in, in Boston. <laughs> Fun city. And, you know, we hang out and we, we jump on the phone and we continually talk about college football. And then I said, Bill, I got to come down to Atlanta because he was living in Atlanta at the time. Still is, kind of. For this Georgia Notre Dame game, my brother is a uh, a senior at Notre Dame. I've always kind of liked the dogs in my SEC team. Uh, at the time, had seen Georgia three times in person, and they had won all three games. It's like, all right, I kind, I guess I kind of like them. They win when I go, <laughs> and uh, we go to this game, and it was just absolutely incredible. So we come back from Athens and have just this this Monday morning at work and we're just like, what are we doing here? Like we just experienced the craziest thing. And then Whit Babcock puts out an announcement, says Virginia oh. Tech is gonna play against some SEC opponents over the next, you know, next decade or so. Alabama, Old Miss made the list. And from there we're just like, all right, why don't we jump on this podcast? Why don't we jump on the Skype? press record, bring in Grayson, and we'll talk about this Georgia game, everything that happened there. You can go listen to the episode. It's it's pretty bad compared <laughs> to what we're doing, hopefully, uh, even from like a sound quality perspective and like here and there transitions, whatever. And from there, we kind of developed our SEC wish list. Which stadiums do you want to go to? You know, Do you have your top tier, your middle tier, and your bottom tier, this and that? And that was kind of where this became a thing. And then the next week, or I guess three days later, we recorded another episode about why joining the Hokie Club is awesome. And we had Bryce Chalkley join Still the is. episode. Still's yeah. awesome. Still's awesome. Giving back. Helping us compete. Great reasons to join the Hokie Club. That's kind of how it started. And Bill, how has it evolved since uh, since that September Saturday? And how where did we get the name? Couple a uh, couple of notes. Um, definitely encourage you to go back and listen. It has been a crazy arc um, since since we've started. And a couple other notes. A fun fact that some of you may laugh at. When we first were pitching the idea, the podcast network was going to be the Cygnus network. The Cygnus was some type of like frequency that's in outer space and i thought that was cool and i was like "Ooh, the cygnus network and i had gone on um you know some of these sounds like uh, health, web- sounds like healthcare, man oh it, no it, it is it is it I, oh wait yeah it is there's one called cygnus, cygnus. but uh <laughs> cygnus cygnus whatever so i you know i was rolling with that i had a this huge google doc about different subjects i wanted to talk about and you know i had been podcasting since my sophomore year but Eventually, we we came up with this, hey, let's do a Virginia Tech podcast. And before the Georgia game, I actually have graphics of Exit Light, Enter Night podcast, which right now is hilarious. Um, but that was going to be our name. Um, and then we were, while we were with Mike Santa Maria and at Georgia, Elton John, by all accounts, unbelievable artist, unbelievable singer. And Somehow, like that entire weekend, you know how you associate like a song with a weekend or like you hear a song and it takes you back somewhere like Saturday Night's All Right by Elton John immediately takes me back to there. And then, you know, we were kicking around names and we were like, I don't know, like, what should we call it? Like, you know, hokey, hokey radio or something like that. I think uh, uh, then, I think Billy Ray Radio wasn't that Billy Ray Radio. Too? Billy Ray Radio was going to be like <laughs> the one where I talked about everything. Um, but then Pat was like, guys, let's zoom out. We just listened to Elton John all weekend. Saturday's all right for fighting. We're all dudes, sons. We have fathers, sons, Saturday. We play football on Saturday, sons of Saturday. And it was like, that's a great idea. Uh, Jack Wyatt, 
threw together the uh, logo and we were off and running. So, um, wow. What a, what a turn of events. I just wanted to kind of catch everyone up on that. But then last year went through the football season, which was a ton of fun reacting on what we saw. And again, I always went into this. My, my original goal was, you know, from being in the locker room and reading a lot of things that people say and how Virginia tech was looked at from different media personalities and reported on, I wanted to bring like some, a different angle to the conversation. And I've, we've caught a lot of flack for being quote unquote, a mouthpiece for the, for the program. But I mean, if you go back and you listen to the Duke episode or you listen to some of the episodes after rough weekends, like we're going to call it how it is. But at the same time, like I truthfully believe and, and know that I've come on here with honesty. I haven't been right every time, Pat, you haven't been right every time. Grayson hasn't been right every time, but we bring a unique one, two, three punch where Grayson is uh, a little bit on the pessimist side. Pat is way on the optimistic side. And I like to think I'm somewhere on the middle, maybe closer to the optimistic side, but that's kind of what has been so special about that. And then we incorporated score predictions where, uh, you know, shout out to Beth Barnes and her bud suit. Shout out to Darlex came on and did one. We just posted one from, from the uh, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech game that wasn't able to post because sons of no Wi-Fi in college stadiums. But that was fantastic. And that's something we're looking forward to. If there are games this year and people are at stadiums, we're really looking forward to doing some more score predictions because those those are a blast. We did the uh, sticking in beer review, which was cool. Uh, another highlight from last year. Uh, but then football ended. And again, like Sons of Saturday, it was only supposed to be a a football podcast. And we were like, you know what? Like, as we enter this podcast space, there are too many people that are, you know, competing with just talking about football. And football is what, 13 Saturdays maximum? And and Pat Finn at the time, I mean, your AV was our glorious basketball leader, Mike Young. If we're being honest, and we have some receipts, man. Mike Young, I've I've been on that train since <laughs> since spring of 2019, and I, I'm not getting off, man. We had <laughs> we we go up and beat Clemson in their arena the first night of the Mike Young oh, era. You know, like the Mike Young era. Get your popcorn ready, John Rothstein. We're ready for that to become a saying uh, at some point over this next season, but. It's just been a blast as far as like you have football 13 Saturdays a year or what have you. And then you're in that lull between football and when conference play starts. And then once you're in the middle of conference play, it's just like, we got, we got content and then incorporating women's basketball. We had, um, we had some incredible wrestling updates from Austin mm-hmm. Gable. If mm-hmm. you're a Hokie wrestling fan and we know there's a, a large Hokie wrestling community, softball, baseball, the softball team was off to a fantastic start this year. Lacrosse. We did the songs of Saturday and to be, to be truthful. I don't want to say that like, we kind of went into this thinking like, Hey, we're going to have this podcast. That's never going to stop. And we're going to talk about football forever. We kind of just started you know, Pat reached out to uh, some gentlemen from the Solid Verbal and uh, they reached out to us and they said, hey, look, the goal is just like keep pressing record. So we never really had this big vision when we just started. And then when football ended, it's like, well, we got to keep pressing record. But unfortunately, there's no football game to talk about. So hell yeah, let's talk about basketball. And that and that was that kind of just took on a, a world of its own. So football season was a blast. Basketball season was a blast. Billy and I got to go to the uh, the Florida State game in Castle, which was a, a great game. And Naheem Aline had that incredible dunk. But a lot of cool memories so far in this uh, short tenure. And 
one that really sticks out to me was going down for the Pittsburgh game. Uh, Billy's buddies, Matt and Greg came in from Jersey and uh, Matt had been to a tech game before Greg hadn't. And um, just being able to orient them with Virginia tech and Hokie house and Sharkies. The game itself (laughs) was one of those classic lane stadium games where a beat down, we just, just a full blown beat down. We just beat the heck out of the other team because, because it's pouring down rain, but we went to Sharkies, man, and <laughs> it was just an absolute thriller because we had uh, we had hundreds of stickers. And Gibby Wilson, shout out Gibby, the best our, intern, our number one intern, and all the uh, all the songs of Saturday were putting these stickers on anything in sight: the floor, the ceiling, the walls, Oscar Bradburn's back. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sharky staff. Sorry, JJ. Sorry, Kyle. Thankfully, oh, but zoom, zoom out too. We had so just to give you an example of how much we love Sharkies. This is the day before we were going to meet with Sharkies for the first time ever about inquiring for a sponsorship, and I had never met JJ. And for those of you who don't know JJ, he, he's a pretty big dude. He's an hockey dude. He's sitting in the corner, and Kyle's sitting behind the bar. It's Sunday morning. I'm hungover. It's his birthday. I'm I'm unbelievably sick. Like, I think I have the flu because I was sick going into the game, and then you sit in the cold and the rain, whatever. So we walk in, and last night on everyone's Snapchat story, there are stickers and sticker backings everywhere, like caked on the floor, caked on everything. And we say, oh, my God, like, we have a meeting with this dude, and, and we essentially it's our fault that there are stickers that vandalized his place of business. I don't know how this is going to go. So I walk in, and, and this didn't help either. I go over to my buddy Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, how you doing? He goes, I'm good. Cleaned up your stickers all last night. I was like, oh, my God. So then we go over to JJ, and we're uh, like, hey, we're the Sons of Saturday. We're these um, – you know, you may be familiar with our logo <laughs> from last night, <laughs> but um, we, we first and foremost want to apologize. And he was really cool about it. Um, we had had some preliminary conversations and he was like, uh, hey, look, the kids get excited. They love stickers. They love sticking stuff like it is what it is. So uh, he was like, the backings were really the problem because people were stepping on them and they get all soggy and they stick to the ground. But he was a good sport about it. And <laughs> he was really the first sponsor to jump on the boat. Um, but that that's just another example of one of those fantastic weekend sorry to interrupt you Pat. a lot of fun memories at sharkies that weekend actually i drove billy back to arlington and he mm-hmm. like rented a car to drive back to jersey <laughs> something you know crazy thanksgiving yeah thanksgiving Going back for thanksgiving and billy ray is cough we recorded this podcast in my tiny room in arlington and billy is coughing all over me that's the pittsburgh game review you can hear it at the very beginning like sons of sick guys or something and <laughs> It's like, dude, what are you doing, man? And then, then COVID nineteen comes out, and Billy spends the first month of it trying to convince me that he already had it because of the Pittsburgh game. I thought I was ahead of the. I really think I was ahead of the curve, Pat. Yeah, and then not to mention the UVA game. Even though it was, it was, it was a loss. Just being together with everybody, doing the meeting, Darlex, who you know has put more more Virginia Tech miles on than anyone else. I think he's missed one game or two games in the last 13 years. And, and that's, you know, when I look back at everything, and, and Pat, we've talked about this before, what I've loved the most is meeting so many different people that are not in the typical circle that I would have met 
in of all age groups, um, meeting Darleks, meeting Beth Barnes, Stoli Martini, all of the, uh, the hokey women who do a fantastic job, have their zoom meetings. Um, you know, met so many people, Grant Watson, um, fear the gobbler who every time he's driving down the highway, it's mile marker, whichever route he's on and what episode he's listening on, wherever you're driving right now and wherever you're listening, we love you. Shout out to the scoop Kings. I love those guys. Always keep them, always keeping us in the loop into what's going on. Ball down more down the field, down more, uh, all the guys from, um, from, from Maple Ridge, that's the coolest thing. D. Kana was fantastic. John Cran. I mean, John Cran, we went to his lake house. We had steaks, tomahawk steaks. A guy I never would have known. He didn't even go to Virginia Tech, but his daughters went to Virginia Tech, and this guy is, bleeds orange and maroon. Um, J.J. Singleton, another one. I mean, I can go on and on and on and on, but um, just meeting all of these incredible people who share the love for Virginia Tech and hearing about their lives and what they do and, and kind of how we share – this love for university is, is, is what I love. And then one other thing that I've really kind of looked at and had a really, um, I loved being a part of is the cleansing of Virginia tech Twitter. Um, it's been, I remember when we first started doing this and when I was in college, that has, that was a toxic and divided place. And we still do have those moments where it is toxic and divided. Um, but I think through having the conversation that we have, pointing out things and, and the university, even the Virginia tech football team and the athletic department doing a good job with, uh, I know we had the hard hat series and coach young does a great job and the lacrosse team and all the different teams do a great job of giving us more access and the willingness of student athletes and people on the staffs to come on this podcast and go on to other podcasts and do interviews to give us an inside look and, talk to us about what they're doing and why people need to join the Hokie club. I think that's really unified um, Virginia tech alumni and fan base. So those are two things that really stick out to me. Yeah. And even that, like going off of that bill, I think the the John Yetzi episode as well, Mm -hmm. which was, uh, I believe it was the first week of February, right after signing day, John being able to kind of open the lid and give us an idea of what was going on, inside the program from a recruiting aspect, you know, what had gone on the past few years before, you know, kind of this new staff, new regime came in on the recruiting side and even just getting to understand what the resources are at Virginia tech within the recruiting department, you know, opposed to UVA, which might have, you know, up to twice the size of a recruiting staff and at that uh, point. these others at that mm-hmm. point. And then these other schools with recruiting budget, you know, I think that gave a lot of leeway into an understanding as well from from the other side here. And also not to mention just him openly saying, because people forget about this, and I always try to remind folks, like when we miss on kids or we lose or something doesn't go the way that we want it to, like newsflash, the coaches, the players, and the people that work at Virginia Tech don't like that either. Like your upset is not – on its own. And again, I'm not saying that the athletic department or the university is free of criticism because it definitely is. And that's at the end of the day, what we're doing, we're talking about what we see and what we, um, and what we think. And at the end of the day, we all just want Virginia tech to be as good, as good as we possibly can, unless we have some, you know, Pittsburgh Panthers or uh, Wahoos listening to the podcast. And if so, thank you for your listenership. Moving on here. Want to talk about and highlight sponsors and how, much that their sponsorship has been able to enable us and really grow our reach for Sons of Saturday. Uh, and I'll, I'll take this in a chronological timeline here. 
want to give a big shout out. I know we talked about it, but to Sharkies, um, that was, you know, kind of really cool just to say like, Hey, we can have a partnership with an organization and people will want to partner up with us because, you know, they see the same vision that we do. Uh, even though that was kind of an unorthodox way of kicking things off, but still hilarious for the story. Uh, got to give a shout out to Jay Tucker and PMSI, Pest Management Services Incorporated. I know we had, we did some basketball ticket giveaways as well for some of the first games of the Mike Young era. So that was really cool. And uh, hopefully we'll be looking forward to working with PMSI down the road here. Huge, huge, huge shout out of shout outs to Jeremy Counts, Dr. Jeremy Counts at the Main Street Pharmacy. Jeremy, it's been an honor to work with you, work alongside with you and, and have this partnership. I know that your love and support and care for Blacksburg and the New River Valley community and the Virginia Tech student community and alumni community is unprecedented. And the Main Street Pharmacy is an incredible place. And we know that you have some big things coming for the Main Street Pharmacy as well, Mr. Jeremy. So we're excited to hear from you and, and uh, see where this thing goes down the line. Got to give another incredible shout out. And he's already gotten one, but uh, he knows John Cranham the Chesapeake Center for Complete Dentistry uh, actually has been in the works for a little bit here, but since they hadn't opened uh, until the start of June, we kind of tabled uh, you know, all types of hype and marketing and read-offs, but that is an incredible establishment in Chesapeake. Dr. John Cranham, Dr. Caitlin Cranham, the Cranhams. Caitlin is a Hokie grad 2016 and also graduated from the uh, Louisville dentistry division there out of Louisville. So incredible. And please give them your business. If you are in that Chesapeake, Norfolk, uh, you know, Hampton Roads, 757 area, they are incredible people. They have incredible equipment and go look at Dr. Cranham's website. He does everything from cleanings to reconstructive surgery of, of your face. Um, I'm actually probably going to try to make my way down there at some point this summer because I chipped my tooth while biting into a chicken in a fight, wing. in a fight, in a fight, <laughs> while on a date in January, <laughs> there was no second date. <laughs> I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say on the, on that subject, um, something that you know we've done through this is we love partnering with Virginia-based businesses because we've been saying this since coronavirus struck, um, but I've kind of felt this way the entire time when we started this is we want to not only talk about Virginia Tech and work with Virginia Tech, we want to give back to the Virginia Tech community and align ourselves with the Virginia Tech community. Sons of Boot Prosum was something that we were able to do earlier this year. We raised over $3,000 and we absolutely could not have done that without your help and your word of mouth. That is just, we are humbled beyond belief and so thankful for um, you all rallying behind that. And that's not the first, the last time we will do that. We're going to identify different areas and different nonprofits or initiatives that we can align ourselves with to go ahead and continue to do that in the future. Another shout out that has to be made is um, to the people that have helped us do the things that we simply can't. Um, We all have unique skill sets, but um, there are some things that we just simply can't do. Um, Alex Jones has been monumentally helpful in our graphics department, making graphics. Anytime a recruit commits, uh, he made the, my personal favorite, the Jersey Shore, New Jersey to VT graphic. But anytime you see a VT to wherever, Al Jones is behind that. A lot of our merchandise he's designed. 
Um, we have some wind shirts that we're working on for next year that he'll be on as well. Um, but he's done an unbelievable job. Jack Wyant in creating our original logo, which was fantastic. Uh, Will Trant from VT Rec Sports. Kyle Finn. The Finn family has just been fantastic. You won't say it, Pat, but I'll say it. The Finn family has been great. Um, so shout out to them. They've just been unbelievable. Shout out to my brother for modeling the bucket hats. He looks fantastic. But they, uh, they've just been unbelievable. And, that, and as we look forward, we're going to transition here into talking about our future. There's one more person that I left out on purpose, but Hayden Cleek is a huge part of what we're getting into next. And Pat, why don't you shine a light on a little bit of, of what's to come? So we've been working with Hayden over the last few weeks, and he's gone above and beyond with helping us create the Sons of Saturday website. And you mentioned the sponsors. The sponsors are enabling us to do this. Sonsofsaturday.com is not only going to be a place to get your merchandise and your crewnecks and your cold drinks, weight and hats, which are the, uh, the top sellers right now. Sonsofsaturday.com is a place to see all of our social medias come together. It is a place where we are going to have uh, students and alumni and leaders in, in writing come on and write about the Hokies, write about things that they want to write about. Um, use this website as a creative space, whether it's recruiting news or a summary of uh, the Fuente era thus far, we are looking to bring you some incredible content. And the first bit of content is going to be uh, the top 50 Hokies of all time. And we're putting out article number one on July 15th. And Ryan Hartman, good friend of mine, is uh, kind of spearheading that project and putting out that first article here. But really, really, really exciting stuff. Uh, this website launch is going to be incredible. Some, uh, some good stuff coming your guys' way. So I'm pumped about that. As we, uh, as we wrap this episode up, we're halfway through 2020, as we said. It's the 4th of July. Celebrating the 4th of July here. Took some PTO, heading down to the shore this weekend. I know Pat's headed down to Virginia. Grayson's flying back to Virginia. So we're going to take a few days here. We plan to be back with you on Sunday. But if you're taking trips and you need something to listen to, we have a bunch of episodes that, looking back on it, they're not necessarily time sensitive. You can go back and listen to Homer Hickam. He was a few weeks ago. Um, you know, Oscar Bradburn was fantastic talking about his uh, journey to America. John Laser was great. Trey Turner was a couple weeks ago. He was awesome. Coach Young, we just did him. Uh, MC McCarthy and Taylor Caskey from Virginia Tech Lacrosse. Um, they highlighted just kind of what it was like very early on in the uh, coronavirus where their season was canceled and everything that was going on. And they actually have since decided to come back to Virginia Tech and will be doing their senior year. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll see what happens, be able to have their season in the spring. Uh, and also, we've had great recruiting scoops from Matei Sis, our great friend from 24-7. He's been absolutely fantastic, uh, and we've been getting heavily involved with 24-7 as well. You can see us. Catch us on the boards. We're on the boards, so keep an eye out for the Sons of Saturday um, on the 24-7 boards and join. If you're not a member, what are you doing? A couple more I want to add here. Uh, we sat down with our special teamers from the class of 2020, Peter Moore and Kyle Lowe, coming in on campus this fall. Tyree Saunders, another 2020 recruit. He was a good one. Castle Guard, Volume 1. We're doing a little series with the Castle Guard. Big shout-out to those guys. We're going to have uh, Volume 2 and Volume 3 coming over the next uh, you know, nine months, I would say. One right before the season and one mid-season. 
Definitely check out Sons of Marketing with Professor Wordelik if you haven't already. Uh, Bill and I, as former students of Professor Wordelik, we had a lot of fun with that one. Oh, Easter egg. We got the Plat Avenger, John Boyer, coming on on, uh, at some point over the next few weeks. So that's going to be a good one. Inside the Lens with Daniel Sabatino from Hokie Vision. That was an awesome one. You can hear him and Grayson going back and forth and really kind of speaking each other's language of all that all that goes into production uh, from the Hokie Sports side. Joey Sly was a lot of fun. Miss America was a lot of fun. Uh, Bill Roth was outstanding as well. And uh, Dee Cunna was a lot of fun too. Josh Parcell got engaged yesterday. We got a lot of good stuff Shout on out. here. So go check everything out uh, You know, if you haven't been able to tune in quarantine is an interesting time you've had a lot of time but also you're not on the road that much if you're if you're traveling for the fourth of july take some time dive into the archives because there's some great interviews that have come on over the past uh you know four or so months so here we go we're wrapping up here um rapid fire but we won't go too rapid here pat i know you have a little bit of a soliloquy for us uh about our acc commissioner um we don't really get to boo him because there's no draft. So let's give him his appropriate exit from the Atlantic Coastal Conference. So John Swafford is retiring from his seat as commissioner of the ACC. And if you follow the ACC for a number of years, you follow it pretty closely, you know that John Swafford is the ultimate North Carolina Kool-Aid drinker, always favoring Carolina or figuring out how to favor Carolina schools, mainly Carolina, but also you know Duke uh, in the basketball world. He's also been favoring the Raycom network uh, over getting an ACC network ESPN contract for years. Uh, negotiated one of the worst deals in big time TV history and sports uh, sports media history here. Just looking at the treadmill horse at treadmill horse put out this tweet uh, last week. John Swafford's legacy is a 20 year TV deal where the ACC payout is already dead last from the first year of network launch. If you're looking on here, you have the uh, the payout over 10 years. The Big Ten has the largest contract of $89 million. Uh, and then you got 82 of the SEC, 66.7 from the Big 12, 60.3 mil from the Pac-12. And then the ACC is all the way at the bottom here uh, with a $51.4 million payout. Uh, you know, between. So, I mean, ultimately, Swafford has always been singing to the tune of North Carolina. And, you know, you talk about the fake classes, recruiting violations, sweeping it under the rug or giving them a slap on the wrist. North Carolina has gotten away with a lot of things during this tenure. And I think it's a net positive for Virginia Tech that John Swafford is going to be retiring from his, uh, his office as commissioner. That being said, there are some rumors swirling about that with Babcock might be an ideal candidate for this. Um, you know, I hope Witt has no plans and no intentions of leaving Virginia Tech as he's done a great job, especially in the hiring uh, aspect. But that's just a couple, uh, a couple tiny notes there. No Virginia Tech fan has been a fan of John Swafford, and, and it's probably a, uh, a net positive here that he's no longer going to be commissioner. Sayonara, Mr. Swafford. Uh, Don't hit your rear end on the door on the way out.
Um, Ian Seymour, I want to shout him out. Um, moving on up the tax brackets, came on the Suns and signed a uh, $1 million signing bonus with the Tampa Bay Rays. But in all seriousness, really happy for him. Um, that's really exciting. I'm excited to follow his career. We talked about it on his interview. He's going to be at some pretty awesome places, including Durham. I'm not sure how many of you have seen Bull Durham. Definitely suggest you add that to the list. Another thing that the UNC Tar Heels did uh, that's just annoying in general, uh, today they posted the dunk in slow motion uh, over Jalen Cohn, which was obviously hilarious because they did end up losing that game in Castle. Uh, and you can actually rewatch the replay. It's going to be on ACC Network tomorrow night uh, on Tuesday. So check your local listings and you can watch the game and you can watch the win and you can watch the dunk if you want to watch the dunk, but whatever. Um, other than that, we got some recruiting new, uh, notes coming up here. Naquan Brown is supposedly committing on July 1st. We'll have to see. I do know that Jordan Poole pushed back his commitment. And then what other notes do we have here, Pat, in recruiting? Yeah, so uh, offensive or <laughs> offensive linebacker. Outside <laughs> linebacker. Goodness gracious, it's Monday afternoon. Uh, outside linebacker, E.C. Etute. I think I'm saying that right. Um, he just put Virginia Tech in his top three, uh, along with NC State and West Virginia. Those are definitely two schools that I feel like we have we have the recruiting edge on as far as being a better uh, a better program than both of those, especially from a defensive side of the ball here. Uh, but he's from Virginia Beach, Cox High School, uh, same high school that Tavian Robinson attended, 63205, and uh, I think he's committing in July. A lot of these recruits are pushing their commitments back, and honestly, you can't really blame them if, if they're not getting their officials, if they're getting last-minute offers. They still need that time to evaluate. But really, uh, I'm, I'm high on EC. I'm really high on Jordan Poole. Obviously, that kind of goes without saying, and uh, hopefully him pushing back his recruitment is in our favor, but I really, really don't know how I feel about that. So Naquan Brown – as of right now, it's supposed to be on July 1st. Jordan Poole pushed it back. We got a couple other dudes that are, uh, that are waiting to uh, – or that should be making their decisions pretty soon. But, again, like we said, there's a lot of variables here. There's going to be decommitments. There's going to be recommitments. There's going to be all sorts of stuff going on. And we'll get into that a little bit later um, when we come back. But, again, uh, fantastic interview with Sean Asbury. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to the launching of this website. And um, got some really exciting stuff coming up here in the short term and the long term. We're looking for advertising. Please, if you are interested in writing or you are interested in aligning yourself with the podcast, whether it be online or on the podcast itself, let us know. DMs are open. And this is breaking news. You can reach out to us, Ray at sonsofsaturday.com, Pat at sonsofsaturday.com, or Grayson at sonsofsaturday.com. Shoot us an email, or if you want to talk to all three of us, admin at sonsofsaturday.com. We're here. Our DMs are open as well. We're excited for the future, and we're glad that you're a part of it. Have a fantastic 4th of July, and we will talk to you soon. Welcome back to the Sons of Saturday. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, Whatever time it may be in your day, I really appreciate you tuning in. We have a great interview lined up here with uh, one of our most recent commits to the class of 2021, Sean Asbury II. Come on down, 5'10", uh, 170, North Stafford High School, uh, Stafford, Virginia. Sean, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going real good. 
Welcome to the Sons of Saturday. Thanks for joining us uh, here this afternoon. So got to ask a quick question right off the bat. Um, Joey Sly and Anthony Chigog are two guys that come to mind right away uh, from, from Stafford. Now, did you talk to them through your recruitment or uh, have you talked with them since your recruitment? Have you known them for a long time? Um, I'm actually pretty uh, close with uh, Joey Sly. You know, he's actually my trainer. So I train at his gym. So, um, yeah, we have a good relationship. That's awesome. So shout out to those guys. Um, and then another question I have for you is when you were going through your recruitment, what were some of the angles or the most important factors that went into that when you were looking at these different schools that were interested in having you come down, what were you looking for and your family looking for, for a good fit? Um, mostly, you know, I just want to go somewhere that got a good business program. Um, you know, football is not really going to always be there. So you always have to have something to fall on. So I feel like if I have that business degree, you know, I'd be, I'd be good from there. Gotcha. And then, so then you came out and you said in your video that Virginia tech was your dream school. Um, just kind of expand on that. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your connection to Virginia tech and why you love Virginia tech. Um, mostly, you know, growing up in VA my whole life, you know, a lot of people basically, uh, grow up watching Virginia tech at an early age. So, uh, that's mostly what I did, you know, um, you know, I watched some of the guys like uh, Mike Vick. I seen some of his highlights, Tyrod Taylor. You know, I met those guys a couple years ago at Mike Vick camp. Um, I actually took a picture of Mike Vick, and Tyrod Taylor signed a – I got his autograph. So, you know, that's, that's really cool because now, you know, I get to go to the same school as those guys. So, you know, that's just, just crazy. That's awesome. And, and Mike's birthday, I think, was two days ago. He yeah. turned 40. Yeah. So, happy birthday, Michael Vick. Um, and then – had you ever been to a game at Lane? Had you had any like fun memories um, from visiting Virginia Tech back in the day, or had you not really made the trip until your recruitment? Uh, actually, I haven't really made the, the trip to uh, recently. How how was that experience checking out Blacksburg and checking out the facilities and everything? Uh, it was great. You know, I loved it. Uh, nice campus. You know, off campus it, it was nice. The facilities was nice. So it, it was just a great fit. What was the, uh, the the pitch when you sat down with Coach Fuente or Coach Ham? I guess, you know, over the phone more so. Uh, Coach Fuente, Coach Ham, Coach Smith, what was their pitch, you know, to you? Why did they want you to come to Virginia Tech over, you know, some of these other schools that you're recruiting you? Um, mostly, you know, they um, they like my versus me being versatile and uh, playing all the positions on defense mostly. And, um, you know, I have a good relationship with Coach Ham and Coach Smith. Um, you know, uh, Coach Ham actually coached my DB trainer and uh, Coach Smith. He's from around here, King George. So, you know, we're just trying to keep everything in VA. So, you know, it's just a great fit. I remember when I jumped into the boat at Virginia Tech, you kind of go into recruiting mode and you want to make the class as good as you, as you possibly can. So, you know, being in the boat and you're the first VA to VT recruit that we've been able to speak with. Um, is there anyone from Virginia or anyone that you have been in talks with to try to get them in the boat or guys that you and other commits are trying to, um, come check out Virginia tech or consider Virginia tech? Um, I know me and some other commits are, um, trying to get Talik here, uh, Naquan Brown. Um, you know, those are two of the guys that we're trying to get here. Uh, I know I'm trying to get Tevin White, you know, my teammate now at North Stafford. So I'm trying to get him here. So, uh, yeah, we were definitely on the boat of doing a lot of recruitment. So we're trying to get this class, the best class ever. What's your pitch to those guys? What are you telling them? So they, so you, you text them and say you should come to Virginia, Virginia Tech. Why should they come to Virginia Tech? Uh, you know, make it home. You know, put VA on the map. You know, a lot, of, a lot of other states, a lot of their recruits like to stay home. So, you know, if we can get VA to do that. Because you know, we got a lot of talent in VA. So if we can get VA to stay home and really all go to Tech, you know, we can be really tough. 
So Sean, you mentioned uh, getting a business degree because football is not always going to be there. And you know, I'm a I'm a Pamplin graduate, and the Pamplin Business School has really taken off at Virginia Tech. You know, most people know Tech as a uh, technology and science and engineering school. But um, when you when you get into Pamplin, there, what are you thinking? Are you thinking like finance or management or like what kind of uh, business degree? I was a marketing guy myself. Yeah, I want to do marketing. Yeah, we had the um, the director of the marketing department at Pamplin, uh, Professor Wardelich, which she came on the Sons of Saturday a couple uh, couple months back. She was fantastic. So uh, you guys are definitely in great hands as far as the marketing department goes down there. In terms of enablement, um, so last year, unfortunately, missed half the season recovering from uh, an ACL tear. Um, and going into this year, I'm curious – what are you focusing on? What are, what are the most important objectives for you as you prepare to arrive at Virginia Tech, both, as a, uh, both on the field and off the field? What are you really focusing on? Uh, right now, you know, I'm focusing on getting stronger and faster. Um, you know, I'm trying to go into VT, getting a little bigger. Um, that's on the field, obviously. And, uh, you know, off the field, I'm just, you know, just trying to go in with a, with a high GPA, keep my grades up right now. Uh, my, my GPA is pretty good, but, you know, I'm just trying to – finish the this year off this last senior year off strong and um you know be ready to be in basketball so we're gonna walk it we're gonna go into uh to rapid fire now rapid fire is sponsored by our good friends at the chesapeake center for complete dentistry shout out to john cran this section always gives me a smile and 50 percent off teeth ble- teeth bleaching and teeth whitening so hit up our guy john cran at the chesapeake center for complete dentistry.com first question for you so it's the first thing that comes to your head what's your favorite food Pizza. Pizza? You get what do you get on the pizza? Uh pepperoni and bacon. Pepperoni and bacon pizza. Favorite NFL player? Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Favorite hokey? Mike Vick. And then your favorite Virginia Tech jersey combination. <sighs> got the orange, you got the all maroon, or if you have a helmet you really like. Uh the all maroon nice. I like that one. I like the white, one of those two. Okay. One of those two. Oh, yeah. And then uh, music. Are you a Spotify guy, Apple Music? What are you streaming these days? <laughs> uh, I'm mostly on the Apple Music. Who's on your playlist? Um, Lil Baby, Rod Wave, Polo G, Lil Dirt, um, FC, Heem. A lot of people don't know about him. He's real good. Um, Gunna. Uh, NBA young boy. I listen to those people mostly. So it's we'll we'll jump in here to the quarantine edition of Rapid Fire. So kind of like things uh, that you've been doing since you've been home. You know, the last couple months started off. Sons of snacks. What have you been snacking on? What can't you keep your hands off of? Fruit snacks, Doritos. <laughs> um, I've been eating these chicken sandwiches. Uh. Yeah, I eat those a lot. All that, all those, those a lot. And then, uh, are you on Netflix or HBO Go or any of those? What what, what shows have you been watching? Uh, I mostly be on YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Tons of YouTube. Who do you like on YouTube? Uh, Cash Nasty. I watch him a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's probably like my favorite. What's it like working out with Joey Sly? Um, I mean, it's not like I. I mean, I worked out with him when he came up here like a couple months mm-hmm. ago at school. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's kind of crazy, but, um, now like, or uh, recently 
um, you know, he puts he puts me through the workouts. You know, when when whenever I see him, he like puts me through the workouts, and I just do it. So uh, it's it's crazy because I mean he's in the league, so we're pumped about that. And then uh, any video games you playing in NCAA twenty fourteen or uh, anything <laughs> new that's come out lately? Uh, nah, I don't be on that. Are you on TikTok though? Because t- I'm not sure if you're familiar, <laughs> but TikTok is huge at Virginia Tech yeah. now. It's not yeah. just a young person fab. So are you on TikTok? Yeah, I'd be on it, but I don't really be making them. I mean, I make them, but I don't mm-hmm. post them on mine. You browse, you browse. Yeah, You're not yeah, making yeah. TikToks. Like, okay. I make them, I make them with friends, but they post them. You know, I don't really okay. be posting them like that. Yeah. Okay. I do the same thing. I, I don't, I don't like yeah. telling people, but I do. Once you get on TikTok, it's like, it's like <laughs> back in the day, we had Vine. And Vine yeah. was one of those things you'd spend an hour and a half on just watching mm-hmm. other people's stuff. But it's good stuff on there. Our last section here is letters from the Lunch Pail presented by Sharkies. Sharkies, it's where good friends go. Everybody pay attention to the deal wheel. They're doing a great job. Head on over, support local business. Sharkies, sons of Kyle, sons of JJ, thank you for everything that you do. Uh, first question that I have for you comes from our good friend, John LaRock. Favorite Hokie, past and present. So you already gave us Michael Vick. Who's your Michael favorite Vick. Hokie right now? Uh, probably Caleb Farley. Uh, Hokie Warteeth says... So excited to get Sean and the family. Have some Stafford-centric questions for you. You kind of answered some of them. But did uh, uh, any other North alums help or influence your recruitment? You got Joey Sly, uh, Joey Sly, Chagog, Nana, Devin Ford, Swinton. Who do you want to bring with you from North? I think you already said with Tevin. And then who do you like from Brook, SHS, Forge, and Mountain View? So this guy must be from Stafford. <laughs> yeah, um... So the first part, um, I talk to all those guys a lot. Javon, uh, Devin, Nana. I actually talked to Devin when I committed and Javon. Um, and Nana, actually, because he lives right there. Um, so, yeah, I talk to those a lot. So, I mean, they just told me to pick the best school that fits for me. And, you know, that's what I did. Um, the other part, uh, what was it? Tevin, the, who would I want to bring? Um, I'm yeah. definitely on the board of trying to bring Tevin down. You know, um, trying to keep this thing in Stafford, so bring Kevin down. And then um, the Stafford schools, um, Elijah Surratt, he went to Forge. He go to St. Francis now. I'm definitely trying to get him on board. Uh, he's a great, great athlete. You know, he, he can play offense or defense, you know, 6'2". He's a big guy, uh, great athlete. Um, Mountain View, um, Ike Daniels, I think you guys know him, running back. Uh, he, he's, he's a good running back. I, I know him for a while, too. So um, I'm definitely trying to get those two boys on board from Stafford. Next question comes from Josh Randall. During your recruiting process, did you ever consider leaving the East Coast or were you always going to stay relatively close to home? Um, I mean, I had thought of leaving the East Coast, but it was like nothing like I was going to actually do. You know, I just wanted to go out to Cali, like mm-hmm. on an official visit type. But mm-hmm. it was nothing I really wanted to do. So I always felt like I was going to stay on the East Coast. Okay. And then uh, from Zach Matusak, we've heard Sean and Tyleek Williams are super close. You just said Tyleek earlier. How long have you been friends with Tyleek? Um, I mean, we're not super close. I mean, we're good friends. But mm-hmm. I've known Tyleek for a while because we played against each other for years when we were little. Like, mm-hmm. little football. We always played against each other. But I know him for, for a good minute. Gilbert Gallego, are you <laughs> – are you a pour milk then cereal kind of guy or a cereal then pour the milk kind of person? Uh, 
don't everyone do cereal then or you got i mean i think pretty normal people do it that way <laughs> yeah I, I i do cereal then i don't okay. i don't know anyone that does milk then cereals so. they're out there yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh last question from the lunch pail here grant watson uh says what is your favorite hokey football memory from the past i don't know um probably something on mike vic tape i watched it on like i was just watching like 20 minutes ago so some probably on his highlight tape because he just does crazy things it's fun because uh he comes up on like hurdles instagram and like sports center yeah. espn that they put old highlights up of mike all the time so yeah those highlights might be 20 years old but they're still fresh yeah orco's ham laying that wood mm-hmm. <laughs> uh in terms of uh so winding down here do you have any we always give you the opportunity shout outs where can we find you on twitter where can we find you on instagram uh and any other shout outs that you may want to give instagram shawnee two times um on twitter it's just Sean Asbury underscore. So those are the two social medias I'd be on the most. Gotcha. Sean, thanks so much for your time, man. Uh, we're looking forward to having you on campus and uh, just keep recruiting everybody else. Let's get this 2021 class, uh, continue to climb the ladder. We're glad you're on board. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.